Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Wednesday the 29th of July. Today I want to look at two things, Hong Kong's second quarter GDP fall and the inventory situation in the US. For Hong Kong, the 9% year-on-year fall in second quarter GDP was no worse than expected and actually a slight moderation from the 9.1% fall seen in the first quarter. Unfortunately, however, when you look at the details, there's nothing here to lighten the mood. First, the overall headline result was rescued by two things. Government consumption rose 9.6% year-on-year versus 8.8% in the first quarter. And the net export of goods position improved, with exports down 2.1% year-on-year, but imports down 6.8%. We don't have the nominal GDP breakdown, but we already knew from the monthly data that the goods deficit shrank from 104 billion in the first quarter to 70 billion in the second quarter. Both of these things, government spending and net exports, provided a backstop from the slump in private consumption, down 14.5% year on year versus 10.6% in the first quarter, and investment spending, which fell 20.6% versus 15.8% in the first quarter. But forget those and ponder that the export of services fell 46.6% year-on-year, and that, against a weak base of comparison, they fell 1.3% in the second quarter last year. In fact, this was the sixth consecutive year-on-year fall in services exports recorded in the quarterly GDP numbers. And the problem is this. Export of services, the transport, travel, financial, legal and business services is what Hong Kong does. It is what Hong Kong is. And although the revenues from services exports are equivalent to just over a quarter of GDP, it is these that underpin the rest, including Hong Kong's pricing and therefore financial structures. So unless this collapse in exports is reversed and rapidly, the threat to that pricing and financial structure seems very real. Back in 2003, at the worst of the SARS epidemic, Hong Kong's services exports fell only 16.6% on the year and quickly righted itself. It seems unlikely this time, and not just because of COVID-19's impact, but because of China's unrestrained attack on the territory's freedom of expression. Meanwhile, with dreadful timing, Hong Kong's second wave of coronavirus is already here. Infections jumped from stable in the 1230s at the beginning of July to just over 3,000 today, and it's rocketing upwards every day. Social, so-called social distancing measures are already being tightened up, including a ban on eating out. Hong Kong has triumphed over many problems in the past, but it can surely never have faced such a nexus of disasters all at the same time. Over in the US, it's definitely worth noting that both the 16.6% month-on-month rise in June's pending home sales, which puts 6.3% above June 2019, and also noticing that the 70.6 billion goods trade deficit included a 13.9% month-on-month jump in exports, particularly looking at the recovery in the auto, auto industry where exports rose 144% month-on-month. Both worth noticing much less noticeable, but arguably the more crucial signal for the domestic cycle, were the inventory numbers for June, which showed wholesale inventories down 2.2% month-on-month, 
and retail inventories down 2.6% month on month. The good news is that this means in some senses the economy is now running inventory light. Retail inventories are down 11.5% year on year and wholesale inventories are down 6.1% year on year. Now we know already that in June retail sales rose 7.5% on the month and that combined with the 2.6% fall in inventories pushes the inventory to sales ratio down to previously unheard of depths. Retail is short of inventories. Looking at the wholesale position, we don't know what wholesales, wholesale sales did in June, but modelling off retail sales, they're unlikely to have risen less than 2.6%. If so, that means the wholesale inventory sales ratio is also coming down, although it will still be appreciably above where it stood in pre-COVID February. But good! The wholesale trade is going to need that inventory in order to restock retail space. A couple of months ago, I was worried about how the US and others were going to deal with the inventory overhang and what sort of drag this would be on the industrial sector recovery. It's taken only two months to ease those worries, with today's data really doing the trick. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening, and if you got something out of it, and I hope you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin, perhaps by recommending it to your colleagues. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com.